And let's face it, your dollars here on Pledge Day do such amazing work helping children's charities right here in our very own city. And we're so honoured to be chatting this morning with Paul Brand. You know him for his amazing country music hits, but he's also the founder of an organization called Not In My City. Good morning to you, Paul. Thanks for being with us. Hey, good morning, Sue and Andy. It's great to chat with you guys. It's uh, it's an honour uh, for me to be able to be just hanging out with you guys and uh, hearing your incredible special effects there before the break. That <laughs> something else. Andy is, Andy's gifted. What can I tell you, Paul? <laughs> hey, let's start off by talking about what is your charity, Not In My City. There may be some people who've not heard of it yet, and it's really important work you're doing. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. You know, um, well, you know, Not not In My City, um, we, we were, we kind of got things started, you know, about five years ago. And um, it's, um, it's, it's been, you know, an, an incredible uh, labor of love. We've learned a ton as we go. Um, the main thing that we do uh, with this organization is um, we really kind of focus on raising awareness about this crime. You know, human trafficking is the fastest growing crime in, in Canada today, and not a lot of people know about it. So we like to raise awareness about it. We like to cr- try and create a platform um, for collective action, so just kind of getting everyone working together, because we recognize there were a lot of people working in this sector, um, but a lot of them weren't talking to each other. They weren't sharing common definitions, and that wasn't really through any fault of their own. It's just there was not really a, a coordinator. And so we are kind of, you know, we, we decided to step up and do that. And then just mobilizing the community, um, you know, and talking to police services and talking to government. Um, one of the common, uh, you know, um, phrases we heard was, well, we can't arrest our way out of this problem. It requires the whole community to, you know, grab onto the rope and pull, you know, and, and, and try and do everything that they can. So we kind of facilitate that. And, uh, you know, of, of course, you know, one of the statistics that uh, we talk about quite a bit is that you know the average age of first being trafficked in Canada is 13 years old and the greatest risk factor of being trafficked is, is simply being a girl and and so this impacts kids and that's why we're really thankful for you know for today for the Calgary Children's Foundation uh, and their focus on kids in our community because we really try and focus on making sure we're standing up for kids as well. Paul, we did a segment about human trafficking not too long ago, a few weeks back, and what, what really struck me was any other crime. If someone breaks into a store, you can see the broken glass. You know, you might have somebody filing a report, but this is something that happens that isn't so tangible to the average person. This is happening behind closed doors. Is that one of the greatest issues is, is you know finding out about these crimes and, and making sure that it's known? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it is often a hidden crime, but I'll tell you, you know, um, once once you're confronted with it, and it's really, it's interesting because I've noticed this with people, there's usually an aha moment. And because it's so hidden, it's easy just not to think about it. And, and let's face it, it's a really challenging topic. You know, it's not the kind of thing we want to think about. Mm-hmm. And, um, but once, once you, you meet a trafficking survivor, um, once, you know, it becomes real to you. I did a, a, a talk uh, up in Edmonton the other day, and, and um, you know, one of the presenters bringing me on stage, she said, I knew nothing about human trafficking, and then she started to cry. And she said, you know, just last night I, I ended up in a situation where I was having to intervene on behalf of my own daughter. And all of a sudden it became real. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so we have those aha moments, and, and, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you see it everywhere, right? So, yeah, this is one of the biggest challenges with trafficking is, is trying to help people to see what's going on. That's the thing. We, we think this happens in foreign countries. This doesn't happen in Canada. This doesn't happen in Alberta, and it sure as heck doesn't happen in Calgary. But like that lady you're talking about, we all have kids. We all have grandkids. They all have you know, cell phones, they're all on these social media platforms where the potential is there. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's something for people to keep in mind, um, you know, in these times where, you know, sometimes we're, you know, more, more isolated than we want to be, as we have been for these last 18, 19 months, right? Um, we, you know, I think about the pandemic and, and, and how it has affected the fight against human trafficking. We might not be able to make direct connections, but we can connect the dots. And one of the things that I try and let people know about is that human trafficking is an outcome of vulnerability. So if, if anything that can cause vulnerability, uh, maybe it's the group that you're a part of. You know, maybe it's um, your economic background. Maybe it's the fact that you're a kid and you're not spending a ton of time in school, but you're on social media devices. Because traffickers, um, they, they will use social media. Uh, they will use video games. In fact, you know, I'm, we're, we're aware of all of this stuff, you know, in the work that we're doing. And um, I had to, you know, keep a really close eye on a video game that my daughter, my 11-year-old daughter, was playing. And, and she was propositioned through a video game. Ugh. Right? So the, these, these, you know, these people are out there. And, I, you know, just a quick, I, you know, I know we don't love hearing numbers, but I, I want to give you just a couple of numbers just on the data of, you know, what's been going on during COVID. It's created isolate, you know, isolation, vulnerability, and, and, you know, the kids are on video games. And we're, you know, we're all just trying to cope, right? But human trafficking has trended upward during the pandemic. Uh, Statistic Canada r- released new data May 2nd, 2021. So this is, you know, this year, super recent, right? That a record high number of human trafficking incidences were reported to police in Canada in 2019. Um, a number that some advocates are calling just the tip of the iceberg. Reports are up 44% from the previous year. Wow. More than one in five victims are 17 or younger. Wow. And we're seeing this stuff happen, like, right across the board. The two most common uh, platforms in Alberta for traffickers to attempt to exploit kids are Snapchat and Instagram. It's a deliberate, premeditated, and and really vicious crime. And it requires us to kind of remove the blinders and really be watching and seeing what's going on. 820 Mornings with Sue and Andy. Thank you for being with us here on Pledge Day. And thank you for digging deep and donating today. We are back with country music superstar and founder of Not In My City, Paul Brandt. Paul, thanks for being with us today. And thanks for all the great work you do. Oh, thanks for having me. This is great. Okay, let's talk about the money side of things. You know, the money from Pledge Day going towards your organization what do you do with that money how do you how do you try and, and combat what's happening you know out there in this world of ours yeah you know and it takes a lot of hustle and and I know I couldn't do uh, what I do uh, without the team at not in my city and the work that they've been doing behind the scenes you know um, we've had a ton of projects this year you know of course you know over covid um, with with you know country music shows not really happening and things are just you know starting to kind of open up in that regard again I've had a lot of time on my hands which ended up being a really great thing 
doing for the work that we do with, with Mata My City, um, because I was able to volunteer over these last 18 months and chair uh, the Alberta Human Trafficking Task Force for the province to try and uh, address and suppress human trafficking in more effective and efficient ways uh, here in the province. But the money that comes in um, for not in my city specifically, you know, it helps us to do things like launch data projects and, um, you know, continue with our educational campaigns. We're expanding to six of nine tier one international airports across the country with awareness and training. Uh, we just uh, launched with Fort McMurray this year, Fort McMurray Airport. Um, we launch our Seeing Yellow campaign every year. Um, things like supporting vulnerable youth in Calgary with, you know, uh, packing backpacks of essential items to make sure they have what they need. We also launched with the Alberta Motor Transport Association um, this year with, with training programs, um, making sure that, you know, truckers on the road who often have the opportunity mm-hmm. to intervene on behalf of, of um, trafficking survivors and victims uh, know what to, to look for. We also launched this really cool program uh, with the NIWE Academy and CUPS team uh, to provide educational scholarships to survivors of human trafficking. Um, and then one, one that I'm, I'm, there's two more I want to tell you about I'm super proud of. We launched with 211 and created an e-learning platform and strategic partnership with them where we launched an online educational platform um, to help 211 operators when people call in to know how to identify the signs of human trafficking and that's been hugely successful Mm -hmm. and and the last one that really feels kind of like front end you know like kind of tip of the sword for me i think in a lot of ways um not in my city helped to fund because of the generous donations that come in through events like this with the calgary children's foundation we were able to fund a position that was newly created with the alberta law enforcement response team they're responsible for disrupting and dismantling serious organized crime here in the province of Alberta and, and you know, our, our police and work closely with police. And what our work revealed is that human trafficking victims, you can imagine, I mean, you're so victimized and, and, and just, you know, you, you don't know where to turn when this is happening. Sometimes trafficking victims don't even realize they're being trafficked. It's hard for them to understand. Yeah. So to have somebody there who can walk alongside them and navigate the system as they're exiting their trafficking situation is huge. So we were able to identify that need, and we were able to create um, a network coordinating position for someone who could walk alongside trafficking victims to work with the police. Awesome. And we helped to fund that, and it's working. They're, they're, they're bringing back the, the statistics and data, and yeah. we're intervening on behalf of more trafficking victims in Alberta because of the work that Not In My City is doing doing and because of the great donations that are coming in um, through this event as well. Mm -hmm. Great stuff, Paul. We have to leave it there for time, but we really appreciate what you do with Not In My City and your involvement and connection to the Calgary Children's Foundation. Thank you so much, Paul Brandt. Have a great day. It's country music legend Paul Brandt. Notinmycity.ca.